The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Should gaming be an Olympic sport? Um, There's folks that are pressing for it. It could be a possible demo sport in 2024. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting take on it, because I, honestly, I said, you know, make an argument. And, you know, yeah, me, there's a few if in you there. can make a good argument, I'm yeah. more than happy to listen to. Somebody has made a good argument. A couple of listeners saying, well, look at it this way. Look at all the sports that are judged by judges, uh, whereas gaming is a very objective mm-hmm. high score wins. So uh, aside from the other concerns as to whether or not it's a skill and athletic ability or whatever else, and just say, well, the way it's judged, it's fairer than, say, figure skating or some of these others where judges, you know, score uh, inaccurately or unpredictably or what's the word I'm looking for? They just don't consistent. They're inconsistent in their scoring, whereas a video game would be very consistent. Uh, others saying that, look, you know, the popularity of these sports is so huge. Exactly. That's that, what I was telling you. Yeah, that it would bring a large amount of interest and, more importantly, money to the Olympics. So, uh, someone said, isn't bridge an Olympic sport? And it's not. I mean, it's no. been floated, but it has been recognized as a world organization. Therefore, it is um, subject to the same IOC rules for competition. That's right. But I'm reading an article um, from a woman who is a competitive bridge um, competitor, (laughs) player, (laughs) Yeah. and she's trying to make a case as to why she believes bridge should be an Olympic sport. Really? So listen to this. Where the difficulty arises in classifying bridge as a sport is the perceived lack of physical exertion. I say perceived because bridge at international level is an extreme test of concentration, stamina, and mental deduction. A player will typically be expected to maintain this level of concentration for up to nine hours a day for two weeks. In order to be able to achieve this, a certain amount of physical fitness is a prerequisite. Everyone on my team keeps themselves physically fit. Uh, The days of competitive bridge players sitting in a smoke-filled room with a whiskey by their side are gone. If they ever existed, every player is an athlete and takes their physical condition seriously. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I I get the... But I do get the... So what about chess checkers? uh, Exactly. That's... Again, what about chess checkers? What about poker? Sure. And so... But I I do agree that... These and gaming would be an extreme test of concentration, stamina, and mental deduction. But does that classify as physical? Would it be more acceptable to have a gaming Olympics? Yes. (laughs) You know, and just put games in that category. Well, and that's, yeah. Video games, bridge, whatever. and And that's, well, yeah. I mean, there are. You can argue that football's a game, or hockey's a game. Football's not in the Olympics, but hockey's a game, or soccer is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a game, but it's a game that relies heavily on athletic ability, right? And which I believe to be at the basis of the Olympics. Although others have said, look, originally the Olympics had lots of non-athletic 
sports, mm. if you want to call them sports. They got rid of them because people didn't watch them or care about them. Read some of your texts because they're actually quite a lot. Anyone who wants to watch someone play video games clearly never grew up with an older brother or sister. <laughs> True that. Well, at least we wouldn't have to worry about steroids in esports. <laughs> Tiny Tim says, I don't watch the Olympics now and gaming wouldn't change that. Harley from Viking says, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The Olympics physical competition they are played by athletes not someone sitting looking at a box <laughs> somebody had texted and we're getting a ton of texts and i apologize yeah. we do read them all but sometimes we can't get to them all or find them when we need them uh somebody had said that they used to as a parent watch their child play yeah, because they had to because they had to but it wasn't it was, enjoyable it was torment yeah certainly i did that like and, and i'd wait for the kids to get really involved in the game so i could do something else you could sneak out yeah Brent says, I used to be a hardcore gamer. I still game today. Gaming is the future and very, very competitive when you're not playing just for fun. If you actually watch the skill of gamers, you'll be wowed at how fast a gamer's reaction can be. I agree it should and will be an Olympic sport one day. That's from Brent. Okay, so listen, and again, I'm often wrong, so perhaps I'm wrong here. Aren't we trying to encourage less screen time? Aren't we trying to move kids away from just staring at a screen? Like part of what the Olympics does for me, in my mind, is, is you you're want... watching on a screen. Well, you're watching on a screen, <laughs> but you're watching people excel in a sport, yeah. in an athletic yeah. endeavor, and it might motivate. I mean, how many kids watch hockey and think, I'd love to be a hockey player? Or, you know, watching how somebody excel. How many people are playing video games and think, I want to become a, a computer programmer? I want to become a you know, work for Bioware. I want to develop games. I want to, I want yeah. to. Mm. I know, I know. Esports, um, esports are massive and it's only going to be a few years before the participation and viewership will far exceed actual sports. They can fill football stadiums already for the championship tournaments. You should check it out. Oh, I've checked it out. I've I've seen stories and watched video, and I was down at West Edmonton Mall when they were doing that. I w didn't go down for that, but I saw them down there. I know there's a ton of people interested <laughs> in that, but there's you know what? There's a ton of people interested in scrapbooking too, and that doesn't mean it's an Olympic sport. Big L says I'd rather than bring 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 back tug of war. Um, Matt <laughs> says you would have to worry about drugs in a video games or an Olympic sport. You'd uh, have people banned for using Ativan. <laughs> <laughs> Is there still an Olympic sport where you uh, run around with a stick with a flag? A ribbon? Is, is that, is that yeah, still a thing? It, it's rhythmic gym, gym, gymnastics, yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. And, they, and there's ribbons. It's ribbons. They use balls. They use hoops. Yes, I, it's part I, of gymnastics. That should be gone. And I'll tell you something else. Oh, I'm, you watch some of those people mm, doing flips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. i got to be honest with you. Nope. Um, but, you know, it's fine if, you, if that's what you do. Uh, I'm not watching. The other one that always gets me... Um, is synchronized swimming, but the individual synchronized swimming. Mm -hmm. So the, what are you synchronizing with? The, the music. music. So you're dancing in water is yeah. what you're... Okay. That's another one where I'm kind of like... Oh, eh, no, that's what's pretty... On ABC? Can you imagine doing that? I know. I mean, it might not be something that you want to watch, but that's hard to do. Is it? Oh, my God. Come on. To dance to music. In the water? <laughs> Okay. Underground, underwater, holding sure, your nose. Sure, if it's a team of like music? ten oh, that jump on, up at the Andrew. same time, come it's like on, okay, Andrew. that's skill. Come on, you. Okay. Ah, well, I'll, all right. Okay, you know what? When we're in Jamaica, I'm gonna flip you upside down and see if you can. I will totally swim. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hi, Dan. Hi. What's going on? 
Um, well, what I was going to say on the gaming side of it is North America is probably against the times compared to how the world is looking at it. I was watching this thing online, and I do game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the soccer players in South Korea are getting the gaming champions autographs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go worldwide, the money that these competitive gamers are making is bigger than what the payouts are in, in tennis. Like, most sports. It's bigger. It's more. It has more people. Hey, you know, um, Dan. I don't. We're, yeah, we're not no, arguing you're preaching the to the choir. But does that, that make it Olympic? Does it make it a sport? I, I think. I think the reality is the Olympics needs gaming. Yeah. Okay. Gaming doesn't need Olympics. Uh, you go to some. You watch some of these competitions, and you'll have a hundred thousand people sitting in the audience. Yeah. At this point, it's almost. It doesn't matter whether it's officially a sport or not, because the vast majority of the people in the world aren't watching the Olympics, but they are watching gaming. You so know what? What I, I would really I would matter. meet you in the middle. I would compromise. I'm not an IOC organizer, but I would have a week of gaming prior to the Olympics or following the Olympics or I just wouldn't have it as part of the Olympics. I think as popular as it is, I think it takes away from the Olympics. I mean, you I know, think- if you're talking about people being less interested in the Olympics, I don't know that it helps the Olympics to drive a whole bunch of people to watch that one aspect of it or to bring the fans of gaming because they're not going to watch gaming and then go, you know, while I'm here, I think I'll look at downhill skiing. I mean, you're not well, helping that, the Olympics. You, you say that, but that's the point of a lot of the sports in the Olympics now. Mm-hmm. Have people who go, oh, well, I was coming to watch, you know, figure skating, and oh, downhill skiing is on. Well, maybe I'll just leave that on and watch. Right. No, I agree with that. And I said I do that myself, but I'm, I'm transitioning yeah. from one sport to another. And in my mind, gaming's not a sport. Okay. And so you, the minority of the modern people on the planet, wouldn't continue watching. And right. that's, I mean, that's your decision. Yep. But the majority of the people on the planet now aren't watching the Olympics. The, st- the statistics are showing it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm saying, I don't... I think it's more along the lines of literally the Olympics needs yeah. gaming because hmm. nobody's watching downhill skiing anymore. Well, I'm more sure people and more money. Yeah, I'm sure you're right, and I don't think the IOC would even be having this conversation if they didn't think that as well. I just, mm-hmm. it's just not for me, right? Well, and to be blunt, I'm I'm not the biggest athlete in the world, so there's a reason I'm not running around with a football. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So I look at it like this. I go, I game because, you know what, my hand-eye coordination is pretty good. Um, I don't begrudge anybody who's got an athletic ability, and I do watch some of the Olympics and go, wow, that's amazing. But I'm in, I do the same thing you do where I'm like, oh, okay, so you know what, I like watching this. Okay, I'll keep watching that. I think I would probably tune in more if they had gaming on it. Which you, you, would, you would watch, eh, Dan? I probably would. Yeah, interesting. Thanks for your call. Thank you. All right. Lewis wants to talk. Hey, Lewis. Hey, I like, I like Andrew's suggestion, either putting it the week before or week after. If people want Olympic gaming so much, then develop it. And if it's successful, then merge the two events together. Yeah, I if like that. If it's not successful, they don't have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, too. Give them that international uh, exposure, but, you know, separate. But, but again, but they're getting... The huge exposure and they, they have a huge following already. I think Dan's comment about the IOC that the Olympics needing this for more people is probably more sure, bang but on. If the Olympics make it as an exhibition or, or whatever they call it, a trial sport, right, but do it afterwards, um, then you're not interfering. I would hate to see people, whoever's watching downhill skiing now, saying, well, I'm going to 
I'm going to watch. I doubt that's going to happen. Right. It's like it's like the Paralympics, right? Yeah. Right. They yeah. they made it work, then they merged it together, and it happens after. Yeah. yeah. Lewis, thanks for the call. No problem. All right, take it easy. It's three fifty on the six thirty chat afternoon news. <laughs> I would rather watch competitive smoking <laughs> than video gaming. That is ridiculous, says Mark. <laughs> Uh, and this text, I love the banter. I appreciate that Olympic gaming is something you seem to have passion for, but it's hard to understand when you talk over each other. We never mean to. But it's like any other conversation. To be honest with you, I oftentimes forget there's a radio show going on. We, I, I and, and that's the thing. Yeah. Think about you're sitting around at a at your kitchen table with a bunch of people, right? Exactly. That's what happens. So. Yeah. We try not to. Mm-hmm. We apologize when it happens. Absolutely. Hey, uh, here's a nice little story. But it just happens. But it does. Because it's real. (laughs) Yeah. Andrew, you go. Uh, I will go right now. No, I go. Okay, you go then. What story? you go. All right, I'll do it. Uh, There's a magpie. I love this story. I hadn't heard about it uh, until today. At the Royal Alexander Hospital, apparently, they have a six-story atrium, and they had a magpie that got in through a door. Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, and apparently all efforts to get the uh, magpie to leave uh, have failed. And, and over that time, a lot of patients and visitors have become really fond of the bird. Like, they feed it, and there's lots of scraps for it, so there is no reason for it to leave. And any traps they've laid to safely capture and release it have failed because there's so much food, the magpie has no interest. I don't need Right. I don't need your butter. little... Exactly. And, and they say that the bird has uh, dive-bombed visitors. It uh. has uh, dropped you know what, on their heads. and and, Yeah, people really don't care. For the most part, have embraced it. But in what is now a breaking story, the magpie has flown the coop. So I guess what they did was they went up on the roof, they propped the doors open to the roof, and then they uh, baited him with a freshly baked cheese Mm. bun, uh, which was out of uh, this guy's lunch who works there. And now they didn't see the magpie uh, take the bait, but they know the magpie is gone. Somebody witnessed it going out the windows or the doors, and they shut them, so it's now gone. It's But it's been there for mo- yeah. since last month. It's been there over a month. Do you remember the uh, Edmonton Airport? Well, we had somebody on from the Edmonton Airport, and I said well, one of the, yeah. the coolest things about the airport, I said, uh, uninvolved, or uninformed, uh, was the birds flying around. Gate 52. Yeah. And they told me, yeah, that wasn't by design. No, it got in there. <laughs> the birds got in there, they bred, and so now yeah. there's other birds in there. They've nested. I had tweeted them and said, yeah, would you know what kind of uh, birds you have here at Gate 52? <laughs> I think they're little chickadees or something like that. I yeah. honestly thought it was brilliant because I thought, you know, mm. we learned to fly through watching birds, so it makes sense yeah. that at an airport... For the pooping part. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, whatever, and the, that's and good the dive, luck. And the dive-bombing part. Mm-hmm. And some people are afraid of birds. They're little birds, at least they're not pigeons. Right. There's really no way for them to get out that I can think of because of the security of an airport. Like, I don't even know... Well, I guess through, yeah, through the security section, if they flew in through there. All the way down the hallway. Yeah. Well, it's going to be tricky for them Because way down by the gate, we typically leave for leave for our listener yeah. trip there's quite you can see the nests up there and they're flying all over the place and i like i say i thought it was a great feature of the airport and when i talked to an airport representative mm-hmm. she was actually quite yeah ticked about it like mm-hmm. they've tried everything to get rid of these birds do you ever see a baby magpie i don't think so it's just always, they're always see big full-grown magpies yeah. never seen a, a small magpie you see smaller robins 
then you see the big robins, but yeah, never see true. smaller magpies. I've never seen a calm redhead. I'm calm right now. Yeah, but you're not really a redhead, are you? Shh. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> no, you're right. I never have seen a... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. I've never seen a huge sparrow. They don't get big. No. Not the same thing. What are robins this year, eh? Have you noticed? Oh, huge amount in our backyard, but I think it's because the tree swallows didn't come back this year. Mm. Because I moved their their um, tr- their birdhouse. I texted, they didn't like uh, that. I texted my wife uh, to give her your suggestion. I think mm. when we were taping announcers, it came up briefly that I, we had just bought a, a bird bath. Mm-hmm. I had tweeted out about it last night. Uh, I wanted to get the word out there for birds to come on and try this thing. Come which, on down. So far, they're not. Um, but you had said you have to put rocks in it so they can land on the rocks? I, I had read um, about making your bird baths more appealing to birds. More bird friendly. More bird friendly. Okay. And sometimes, because some of the smaller birds, depending on the depth of your bird bath, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you want to put some rocks in there so there's h- different elevations. Oh, for see, the birds. you know what? I Now we were doing that wrong because we added um, artwork and bike lanes. We thought. <laughs> There's just green lanes all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we put up. You can't turn right. Playground here. zone signs and. <laughs> <laughs> there, this is a weird thing. We went to Home Depot, got it last night, uh, with our new smoke detector, which I installed. See, I do do some things, and then we filled it up with water. It was the first time I noticed there was a face at the bottom. It mm. was like it looks like a haunted bird bath. This face it's just appeared. It's a sundial face. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't see it. I, in fact, I didn't see it till I tweeted the picture. I tweeted the picture, then looked at it and went, what the? There's a face in my... It was just... It was scary, to be honest with you. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.